Hey, I'm George Calantis. I'm a human performance coach. I'm a writer. I'm a dad. But more importantly, I'm exactly like you. This is the Do Dope Shit Podcast. It's a place where I share my revelations and stories. And the purpose of these is to show you that you are not alone in the world. That whatever is happening for you at this moment couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't. And when you find strength to step towards living on the edges of the unknown, you begin to accept your entire life story rather than resist it. And leaning over that edge requires you to let go. And none of that is easy. Please take a deep breath with me. Open up your heart to feel all the emotions when they come so you can go to the depths of darkness and find the courage to own that story. Here, you will find the strength to conquer your mind, master your body, and open your heart. This is how you do dope shit, and this is how you master the art of tough transitions. All right, episode 20. Today, I want to talk about a book I just finished, and it's called Feeding Your Demons. And it's a very, very interesting concept. The book is by Tultra Malioni. I hope I didn't mess up her name, but it's absolutely an amazing book, and I'm fascinated by it. And I'm sure I'm going to find myself coming back to it over and over. But, you know, 2019 obviously was a year where my whole entire life changed after the divorce, and it was really a time where I had to dive deeper than the surface for the first time. And much of that I had to face was a lot of the addictions I had, right? So 2019 was a year where I got sober. And then all of a sudden 2020 was a year that challenged all of that. And so I found this book, you know, in the middle of 2020 to really pick it up towards the end. And I believe it's a book that everyone should read because there are many things that we all do to disconnect ourselves from the outside world. You know, things like confusion, anger, self-hatred, trauma, and all these addictions that we have. And whether we like to admit it or not, these things show up in our lives in some way, shape, or form, right? And much of it might cause suffering, right? So for me, <clears throat> for many years, it was a closed off heart that led to like a codependency with adrenaline and substances and, and sex after divorce. And <clears throat> not to mention the need to just run from everything that I had to face. And so I believe that our need to transform our lives is universal. And the only way to really do this is by uh, coming face to face with what we tend to run from. And so this book is a great book that shows you how to uh, feed those things that we're afraid of. Uh, essentially, it's, it's a form of shadow work, right? And so if you have patterns that keep showing up in your life um, that you are aware of or you might not even be aware of, you know, this book will allow you to start kind of touching the surface of that and to hopefully help you release some of the suffering that you have, right? So <clears throat> what is a demon? You know, what does she say a demon is? And well, uh, she basically says it's the part of ourselves that the conscious mind deems unacceptable as Carl Jung says, right? So this can be our shadow, right? It's a side that prevents us from showing up as our most authentic self. I used to think a demon was like this this massive thing, right, in my life, and it did show up. And I'll get about, I'll, I'll show up, I'll explain what it was to me. Uh, but her, but to her, they say they are not some insane devil. They could be, but they're really just that that side that we're afraid of, and they they come in so many different shapes and forms, uh, but mostly in the form of addictions and um, all these things that weigh us down, right? The chains that hold us hostage, and essentially they are what we fear. If we were to actually face the things that are holding us down, if we were to take a step back and address them. And so she says that demons will show up in our lives, whether we provide them, whether we uh, recognize them or not, because our mind will perceive a demon as real. And so we will get caught up in that battle. Right. 
And so we tend to want to fight our demons. I've did I did this for so long. And while it's normal, uh, this this way of perceiving our demons as this thing that we need to run from is actually opposite of what we need to do. So that's why she calls the book feeding the demons because we engage and when we engage we get to know the underlying uh needs of why the demon keeps coming up and so i know i did this for a long time i'd run for my demons right so i struggled with self-worth and took it out on so many different things uh never taking time to address the underlying needs met with my demons so the book is really about taking time to sit with yourself and, and giving yourself a little bit of compassion and grace to look at the demons that you keep running from and so you could really access that negative energy holding you down to hopefully release some repressed emotions that you have bottled up, right? Of course, uh, if you've never really done any of this work, you know, reading is great, but it's always good to work with a qualified professional. So I highly recommend uh, doing that if you have some uh, current issues. And so let's get into it. So how can we really feed our demons? Um, well, the first start is giving yourself some space to do it. That's why it's always best to work with someone professional. Uh, but in the book, she talks about giving yourself about 30 minutes or so of uninterrupted time because it's first going to start with your breath and then it's a, it's a five-phase uh, process, which we we'll get into. So the first start <clears throat> is really just getting into your breath and it's three sets of three breaths, nine welcome breaths, she calls it. And it really allows you to break the patterns by getting out of your head and in touch with your body. It's extremely important. Right. And you've heard me talk about the spaces in between. So the breath is like key. And so your first set of three breaths are going to allow you to welcome any physical tension you're holding. Like where in your body do you feel suffocated? Your chest, your stomach, your neck, your back, wherever it is. Usually when we have these things, our body will definitely let us know. For example, for the longest time in my life, I dealt with GI issues. I mean, I was in and out of the hospital for years of the medical condition that no one could really figure out for some reason. Um, until I decided to start, I guess I never even knew it, but I was working with my demons and knock on like, you know, I haven't had any GI issues since. So where in your body do you feel it? Right. The second set of breaths is your emotional tension. You know, are you stressed, anxious, worried, fearful, excited, agitated, right? These are those feelings, um, uh, about things that are going on in life. And then the third set of breaths are any mental tensions you have built up around this work, right? What are some of the limited beliefs uh, surrounding uh, this type of work that you're about to do, right? And then after you've taken your breaths, you set an intention for your practice, right? Like, what is it that you want to achieve? Like, do you want to learn more? Do you, you know, do you want to free yourself from these chains? Whatever it is, give yourself some compassion and really uh, begin to dive deeper. <clears throat> so, after your breaths, you're going to keep your eyes closed. And the first part is really recognizing uh, what demon you want to work with. So obviously you want to have a journal <clears throat> to, to uh, keep track of this work. Um, and so for me, the, the biggest demons that I've really been working on over the last few years is uh, my self-worth issues that led to really addictive patterns with alcohol and sex. And so whenever this keeps coming up for me, I have uh, two separate journals. I have one for... Uh, you know, any um, lucrative thoughts that that make me, me cause me to do some things that are harmful for my body and others. Um, and then also, um, I have like a uh, self love and compassion journal. So <clears throat> if you're like me, you spend a lot of time in your head and not into your body. So it's really time to locate where you feel this most, right. Um, and then explore and give it some context, right. And so how do we explore and give uh, the demon context. Well, 
essentially it's uh, painting a picture of this demon, right? So my demon, <laughs> this fucker was <laughs> wild, fiery, and had so many shapes and forms uh, depending on the day. Right. And, and it was adaptable. He was massive. Right. He consumed all who I was. Uh, you know, one day he was red. One day he was black and purple and, and blue. And it just took so many different forms. Uh, when I first did this, I was like, holy shit. Right. So really locate where this is in your body and, and give the demon some context. Right. And then and, and, and just, you know, what's its shape, form, temperature, all of these things and envision this demon of what it looks like and who he is or who she is and, and, and how it takes over. Right. The second part, this one really scared the shit out of me because I thought that I would go back into drinking and I thought I would fall into depression and all these things. But essentially what you're going to do is just really quickly ask the demon some of the following questions. What do you want and what do you need and how will you feel when you get what you really need? And then that's it. You just ask the, the, the demon the answers and you're not looking for any uh, any answers. You just go. And then you're going to switch the uh, the script, right? So the first time I really did this uh, was the end of 2020, actually. Um, and it was nuts, right? Like I, I had been working on some, some of these similar type questions of shadow work over the last year or so. Uh, some of my mentors and in the men's groups I'm in. Um, but this is powerful because you're actually giving yourself permission to be the demon. And notice how it feels to be in the demon's body, right? And their point of view. And so here are some very, very powerful questions. You're going to ask uh, what it is, what I want is, what I really need is, and when I get what I really need, I will feel, right? And so it's powerful because I've learned that a lot of the things that were showing in my life I wanted to let go. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to run away. But what I actually needed was I wanted to feel love. I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel accepted. Um, and so when I got those things that I needed, right, I felt complete. I felt accepted. I felt safety. I felt comfort, right? And so when I kept coming back to some of the things over and over, I found a lot of what I needed because I was able to stop and slow down and address the root of what I actually needed. And this, this took a while and I still have to do some of the same things over and over. So the idea behind these three steps right now is to really take some time and to address your underlying needs to really feed the emotional things that are causing this demon to take over your life, maybe in a compulsive activity or not, right? And so after you do these three steps, it's really time to take what you just found and felt and really use that to feed the demon. And this part was extremely weird for me because I had a hard time focusing on what I actually needed or actually meeting my needs first. And so if you know a little bit about my backstory, I, I'm sober almost a year and a half today, but I also went a year, I abstained from sex for a whole year, dating, flirting, all that stuff to really find out what was driving my need to, to want more and more and more and more. And I didn't give myself a chance to heal. So in that process, right, when I was giving the demon what he needed, it's as if the demon was dissolving into this like, I guess like it's like a flowing river, right? It's, it's like something that was running through me and I never felt all this. And that's what the period of like sobriety and absence taught me, right? And so because for the first time, 
I focused on what I needed and wanted and, and met those needs, right? So um, all you're going to do after that is just observe how you feel. Because what she talks about is that when you do this, sometimes a satisfied demon may dissolve into something else, right? And for me today, whenever I feel the need to have this compulsive nature to, to act out or to drink or to, to do something else that I know I'm not supposed to, I take a step back and I reflect and really that demon is part of me because he helps me create. So I don't fight that side of me anymore and so long I did. And it's very, very powerful because it, it's one with me and I understand that. And that has been the biggest like switch in perspective in my life. And so if you're taking anything from this podcast so far, it's really understanding how to address the things that you might want to run from because they can become a powerful ally. And actually the next step is meeting the ally, right? Um, you know, asking the demon after you've addressed his needs, like, how will you help me? How can you protect me? What pledge do you make me? Right. And then notice how it feels and looks from the ally's point of view. Right. And then you could flip the perspective by saying like, I will help you. I will protect you. I will pledge. So for me, right? Like this new personification of a demon has helped me by taking the things that I want to run from and making them greater than what I feel, right? And it protects me by transforming the things that I feel into this magnificent art that I never even knew I had. And so I pledge, I pledge I will protect myself, right? And feel these things that I need by learning how to slow and step down to journal to call friends to to use my men's group to use my mentors and i can access this by using those tools in front of me and so this is a very very powerful because now i have this whole system in place that allows me to acknowledge all of who i am and learn to take a step back and by by far means uh you know i'm not saying that i have all this shit figured out because there's a lot of shit in my life i'm still processing and moving through i'm simply saying this this book has been a fucking amazing tool in my life uh, and it really has allowed me to understand things a little bit deeper. And it's also going to be an amazing tool I will use moving forward. So the last part of it is after you do this intense work, if you've never done it, is just resting. Right? Giving yourself permission to feel it all and then gradually coming back into who you are. And then eventually opening your eyes and feeling the energy and everything in your body and allowing it to process. So it's extremely, extremely powerful. Um you know, and I, and I highly recommend you check out the book. I think that you will love it, especially in a year of extreme change, 2021, 2020 and 2021. Uh, I'm sure we all have a little bit of demons that we can learn to befriend and, and really understand why they're there and what they're driving us. So I hope that helps you. I highly recommend checking out the book. I'm really excited for this year. I can't wait. Speaking of book, I have hopefully one coming out this year. Um, you know, I'm just releasing some amazing content for a five week transformation journey. It's going to be free. I'll put the, the link in the show notes where you download code of conduct to mastering your own tough transition. And then you go through a nice journey of free challenges, videos, and all these cool things. Plus I have my coaching program available. I'll also put that. Um, and I'm really excited to help people create their own set of rules in life. So I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.